The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? My brother, my brother, me and my show for the modern era. Your starting lineup. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. Does anyone know the Wi-Fi password? I'll share it with you, Griffin. And I'm the sweet baby brother and 30 under 30 media luminary, Griffin McElroy. Hey, thanks. While they're doing that, this is perfect. Hi, this is an advice show. And Boston, one of our favorite towns, like the Chilean miners before us, we have reemerged from the ground to be with you here. What a, what a thrill it is to be, to be back here. Only uh, now do I think about the fact that we didn't talk about what our intro was going to be. No, oh, I think yeah. we know what the intro oh, is going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so here's the deal. I had a rough time getting here to your beautiful town through no fault of yours, I assure you, unless well, you work at the airport, in which case, better luck next time. Or if time. you control the weather. If you're yeah. Storm from the X-Men. So anyway, my flight got canceled. I ended up being rerouted instead of going to Cincinnati, Boston. I got rerouted Cincinnati to Norfolk, Virginia, which actually made me further from Boston than when I started at my house eight hours before. So uh, I take the, uh, I, I drive, I get a car, I drive up Show to Washington, D.C. Show me how you drive. Show then, me one more time driving. Just drive along. Yeah, that's what Please it looks like Please don't drive do like yeah, that. Yeah, oh, sure. God, no. Uh, I, um, you and Muttley out there with the other wacky racers. I got up to Washington and then D.C. and then took the beautiful Acela uh, train Ooh. all the way. Ooh. Beautiful steel beast. Anyone oh. who's listened to enough, my brother, specifically live shows, knows yes, how we, rejuvenating a train ride can be. So I'm having an amazing seven-hour train ride up to Boston. Loving it. Love it. Don't laugh. It's amazing. My kids aren't there. I can't be clear enough about that. I'm having the time of my life. I'm catching Shut. up on Barry. I'm ten steps from the soda and popcorn. I'm living... My best life. And Anyone who was here, I also have to say last night, dad was not able to make it to the Taz show because of similar travel things. And in the middle of a thread of probably 200 texts as we're trying to figure this out, Justin texts, I'm worried. And Paul, our stage manager slash tour manager says, 
oh my God, what? And Justin says, I'm worried they'll make me get off the train when I get to Boston. Um, don't take that as a slight. No city can measure up to a train. So I'm on the train. I'm about five hours in. I did try, decided to treat myself to perhaps my eighth bathroom break. I'm right. It's for the DVTs. It's important to stay mobile. I go into the bathroom and I shut the door and a gentleman never tells. As one does, I go to leave the bathroom. The door does not open. And I try and I try and I really pull. And then the claustrophobia starts really setting in really bad because I'm trapped in a bathroom on the train. Um, and I'm pulling on the thing, and then I notice there's a button to call attendant. So I well, go, problem solved. Yeah, problem can solved, ask, right? Can I ask how long you tried to get out of there yourself before you pressed the button specifically for getting trapped in the bathroom? 45 seconds. I mean, oh, tops. Wow. 45 yeah. seconds. Okay. Actually, so, longer than I would have thought. The panic was kicking in at this point because yeah. I was in an enclosed space. The dilation of time. Yeah, so Einstein I'm, talked about it when you're I'm, trapped in I'm a train I'm leaning bathroom. on the button. I'm pressing the button. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. No one's coming. I don't know if the button is creating a sustained noise or it's like I push it, it's on... Just chill. Did you no, try a few different patterns? Just no one for... comes for about five minutes. And I'm still in the bathroom. And I'm starting to lose it pretty bad at this point, I'll be honest. And I start pounding on the doors. Help, help, help. And I'm pounding, I'm pounding, I'm pounding. I'm finally, like in all my moving and jerking, I find that what has happened is the train has come off the track. No, not no, the, not train. the train. Sorry. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. That was a pretty bad slip of the tongue. My apology. What a what? And so here's the thing. There's fire everywhere. No, no, no. This, so this doesn't happen. This was fine. The door, you know, the, the sliding door to the bathroom has come off the track. So I think, okay, well. That's a different. The stakes of that sentence are so profoundly different. Because even if you arrive to the station trapped in a bathroom, you still got to the, the station. The, the distance between I was trapped with my own embarrassing doo-doo smell versus a hundred souls. So, the door had come off the track. Through an impressive amount of Herculean effort, I lift the door up and get it back in its track. It pops right open. Great. Now, I also have not thought about this the first time you told me the story, but also you must have closed it too hard, right? No, I closed it perfectly. Yeah, what'd you do? Everyone knows that I closed bathroom you doors. You must have been so excited to do this. <laughs> okay, so I open the door, and I very coolly <laughs> walk back to my seat. Now, I walk past someone who looks at me when I come out, and it occurs to me, this must be very confusing for them. Because they're seated right next to the bathroom door. So, in their experience, a husky boy walks into the bathroom. They hear a lot of pounding and screaming for help. And then same husky boy walks out of the bathroom, not a care in the world. Now, hold on. Well, okay. The, that, so, I was very concerned about what that person thought until I realized, this motherfucker. There it is. Listen to my cries of, of agony and terror and did nothing. So their their experience was, help me, help me. I'm like, oh man, I hope somebody helps I that hope guy. Somebody helps or that. Or alternatively, guy. help me, help me. 
what did they do to deserve this? The poor Can I guy. ask what you all would do in that seat, though? Because I imagine my thought process would be this would probably be a pretty uncomfortable social engagement for myself. So I'm going to hope that someone else comes or the husky boy dies inside the bathroom. Because here would be my fear. I would engage and then realize there was nothing I could do to help oh, and then have to man. hit that point of, well, I'm going to go back to my seat. One now. of my, no, 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 no. One of my favorite ways to help strangers is when the job is to get an adult. That's fantastic. I can get an adult every time. You look for someone in like a hat yeah. with something on it usually. A and clipboard then, preferably. A clipboard, a name tag, and then that adult takes over. Get, get, go grab, pull on the collar of CGI Tom Hanks and get him to... Um, so that was my harrowing journey here to Boston, but I'm so happy to be here with you now. This is an advice show. Here's advice. Here's advice number one. If someone needs train-based bathroom help, be the change you want to see yeah. in the world. Thank you. Listen, there are so many problems every day we can't do anything about. But one husky boy trapped in a bathroom, you can be the I can Superman. say I'm a husky boy. Don't take liberties. I just did it for shorthand, Justin. Uh, this is an advice show. <laughs> Still. And uh, we're going to help people. Uh, we won't. Y'all send us some questions. And uh, I'm going to read the first of those questions now, and then we will turn that question alchemy-like into wisdom. Here we go. Fruit is my favorite food. Already. That's a bad start. I mean, it's a bad start. <laughs> Fruit can't be your favorite. That's like, building is my favorite rectangle. Like, what, <laughs> what do you mean? The fruit? wild difference. There's literally a saying about comparing one fruit to another Yeah, they're so different. Fruit is my favorite food. Yesterday, I brought an entire watermelon with me to a theater rehearsal along with a knife so I could slice it up to eat. Good so far. I brought a knife to my job. Now imagine you're at a rehearsal and you see someone doing that and think about what you would assume. Then this question continues. My castmates all assumed I had brought it to share. Brothers, is there any acceptable way to explain that the whole watermelon is for me? From Melancholy in Massachusetts. All right. Hold on. Wait. wait. It's, it's a very good name. It's a very good it's name. It's a very good name. Are you here? Okay, now right. here's... Do you have a knife now? Or a melon? No. Okay, no. okay. that's okay. great So here's news. the thing. Um, there was a point where someone said, oh, you brought a watermelon to share, or some variation of that. And what you could have said was, yeah. But you decided in that moment, or maybe didn't, and you just said there's no going back. No. <laughs> No, this is a personal watermelon. It's a personal pan watermelon. Because there was nothing stopping you from sharing it from that point forward. Right. You it's, had not written all over it like, just mine. Except maybe you had planned your whole day around enjoying this beautiful, juicy boy, and you didn't feel like sharing. Did you, wait, ever, did you break down and share? You did. Congratulations. Okay. Wait, excellent. hold on. After you said it's not for sharing and then broke down because lose-lose. Yeah, that's the worst of both worlds. I, um, I, uh, I think if you have a snack that requires a knife, people are going to think you're going to share it. If your snack requires a knife, then it's for then sharing. Then you might be a redneck. Yeah. <laughs> if your snack requires you, a knife. Can you get, real quick, can you break me off a single other knife-based snack? 
crackers. Peanut butter crackers. Che- no, no, no. It's like, it's like cheese block. Cheese block. Yeah, yeah. Knife. That's good. Okay, Are you sharing you- cheese? No, I'm not. You this also? Okay. Fruit. We covered that. Loaf of bread. You bring a loaf and a knife sharing. Bring that's two fair. slices. That's your snack. An odd snack, perhaps, but a snack it may be. Did you think about afterwards, like, I should have cut this at home? Probably. I'm going to say probably. That yeah. probably crossed If you mind. had a big Ziploc bag of wedges, you definitely would not be getting hassled. No, here's what you do. A bunch of individual Ziploc bags of one wedge. With and your so name you on every you bag. You eat the wedge, and then you put another one like, didn't they already? They definitely already This is one. my I first watermelon course. And then my second watermelon course. What I've done is I've created myself a feast of watermelon nine ways. Fruit's your favorite food? (laughs) There's a lot of wicked good not fruit-based food out there. Also, it's your favorite food group, and that's an answer. But if I said, what's your favorite food? And you said fruit, I'd be like, you got to narrow that Now, okay, but wait, I say my favorite food is cereal. Yeah, that's... But that's a variation, because I could say, like, my favorite food is steak, and you could cook a steak different ways or put different toppings on top of it. That's yeah. like my wife says her favorite food is soup. She doesn't say her favorite food is liquid. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm fair. saying. Thank you. Okay. What's your is favorite it... food? Beverage. Beverage. <laughs> they do sell personal watermelons. I know I've seen them at the Kroger. The Cha-Cha Fancy Kroger, not the bad Kroger oh, over yeah, on no. First Street. The, the good Kroger. And they have watermelons there that are just personal. They're called personal watermelons. That's very helpful. Thank yeah. you, Justin. I'm just saying if you want to so practice, if you find yourself in Huntington, that's where to find the small watermelons. Don't go to the don't go to the bad Kroger on First Street or the Fifth Avenue Kroger, but I shouldn't need to tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> you Can know. I say I actually envy it a little bit because my wife and I were talking about this the my other day. My wife. My wife. When we buy a watermelon, because our kids say they like watermelon and they like it. To a point. Yeah. And unfortunately, that point is not finished. Right? And so it's like, oh, I do want some watermelon, and the rest is for the gods I or think, whatever. And I know we have a policy of, like, not giving each other parenting advice, but I think it's kind of messed up that you do make them eat the rind and everything. Now, Griffin, it's so funny that you should say make them, where I would say actively have to work to stop them from eating the rind as they go, I don't like this part. Um, 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 um. I got and we it. say, no one's making you. I got in this bad, somehow the TikTok algorithm got fucked up for me, and I'm getting tons of videos about how to make jellies out of food scraps. And it's like, use the watermelon rind, and you can make a jelly out of this. And it's always some charming woman with a southern accent. She's like, anyway, you got a bunch of corn cobs. Don't throw those corn cobs away. And it's like, can I please throw the corn cobs away? I don't. I, now I have every time I eat corn, I am now going to be burdened with a half second of like, should I? Hold on. This it, is perfectly good jelly, I'm basically tossing. I'm throwing away jelly ingredients. <laughs> Between Facebook videos and TikTok, my aspirations have reached that point of like, listen, I'd love to be the kind of person who did something with corn cobs. <laughs> no. I used to have dreams, and now it's that's, just, what, that's uh, what I started giving. They should have a service where someone comes and picks up your corn cobs and makes jelly out of them for ethical you. Ethical sort of corn Yeah, an ethical yeah. corn base. Farm to table and then back to farm. They drive an ethanol-fueled car. And yes. they just, okay. The office I work at is pretty small and laid back, so my coworkers will occasionally bring their dogs or cats in for the day. It's a great way to brighten up an otherwise tedious work day. 
I obviously want to get in on the fun, and while I don't have a dog or cat, I do have a four-foot-long ball python. Ah, 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 wait. He is very polite. It says right there. Uh, like, excuse me. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, if I may. Uh, pardon me, I don't mean to interrupt, but also, if I may, your mouse looks delicious. <laughs> um, is anyone going to eat this mouse? If not, I'm, I, no, I don't want myself. What I don't want to slither on any toes. What are your thoughts on snakes in the workplace? Should I do this? Also, what's That's the best different. way to sneak a reptile onto public transit? That's from the, the snake whisperer in South Boston. Are you here? What? Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. There's, wow, there's five Are there six of you? A lot of snake, snake people in the workplace. Okay, listen, two things about the second part of that question. Yeah. Do not sneak a snake onto a bus. I would much rather see a human being carrying it above their head than suddenly look over and be like, well, there's a snake I wasn't expecting to see there. Also, I've ridden public transit a lot. They won't stop you from bringing a snake on a bus. No way. Especially not if you put a little hat on him. Oh. That was also my answer for the office part. Put a little hat on him. Uh, no oh. matter how upset you got, like, wait, is that snake? Oh, what a gentleman. This little hat. <laughs> oh, hello, little snake Lincoln. Like, that's so good. Uh, in fact, a monocle would take it one step up. That's... Ridiculous. You're yeah, right. you're, you're not right. gonna you know, get it. I said it and I felt it too far. You're gonna have to glue it on, and that's in- immoral. Well, no. they would shed the skin that the hat is glued to, so it's all okay in the so end. That's kind of like temporary. Yeah, it's case. like a temporary yeah. Yeah, hat. And you can also do a little elastic strap around the bottom, I and mean, he's gonna love that. It's gonna come off in the first bath you give him, though. Well, you're not giving him a bath at work, Justin. Don't be silly. That's right. That's true. That's a good point. I don't. I don't mind if you bring a snake. Sure. All right. Huh. Yeah. That wasn't what I thought your answer would be. In the, in the workplace? I'd rather you bring a snake. Well, you don't know what the job is, to be fair. No. No, I'm saying if I brought a snake on stage, since this is our workplace. That doesn't, that's very generous. Thank you. Um, I, uh, I fuck with snakes. I fuck with snakes. It's fine. Do you think that that was a weird conversation Jake the Snake had to have a lot? I was like, and you guys are okay? Is everybody okay with this? Is everybody fine if I bring a snake in? Because it's kind of my thing. I, but if not, I get it. I will say this. I'll be Jake the Rake tonight. I, I will say this. If you bring a... A snake with a hat look on the screen. Who's gonna, Why does he look like he belongs in a Wes Anderson film? He I does. Believe you mean, I believe you mean Wes <laughs> um, it. That's what Paul is doing instead of refilling my drink. Paul... Um, if you bring a dog in the workplace and yeah. someone's like, how's it go? And you're like, it didn't go great. That means that the dog peed on the carpet. Correct. If you bring a snake into the workplace and someone says, how did it go? And you said, not great. It ate the dog. <laughs> yeah. It's what happened on that one. It did strangle John Voight a little bit. No big deal. I think this thing's fine. I just don't, I'm not bothered by snakes. You? Can I tell you what's messing me up, Justin? What's up? Don't I bring know. a mouse. I know what animal... One could bring that would mess you up. And I know what animal one could bring that would mess me up. I got no idea. Yeah, what's yours? What's I your oh, I'm cold? sorry. I have no fear. Hey, Griffin? Yeah. That's patently untrue. 
what animal, if you walked on stage, right, if there's a spider of any size, a mouse, if there's a mouse rat, in, like rodent, I've seen Justin big, small, whatever, it doesn't matter, it's a rodent, yeah. it's off. What's okay, the I'll, thing? I'll, I'll give each one of them a sweet little kiss. So what's the thing that you came out? And, I, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you, and I'm certainly not going to tell. No, you know too much about Justin and I, it's too yeah. much. The imbalance is palpable. Yes! I, the snake is the natural enemy of the mouse. I don't like mice. So and the spider, I'm pretty sure. What? I and think yeah, the they snake probably would eat spider. a spider. Yeah. And John Void. I'm terrified of that, dude. <laughs> I knew it! So if you came out and there was a John Void on the table... I shit my pants. I live at the corner of a very busy intersection, and there's a bus stop directly in front of my steps. Whenever snake people keep getting off of it in droves. <laughs> Wait, hold on. People with snakes or snake people? Is there a... <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm just kidding, snake people. Go for it. Chase your dream. Which one? Yes. <laughs> I live at the corner of a very busy intersection, and there's a bus stop directly in front of my steps. Whenever I order food, I ask the delivery person to leave it on the porch. When I come out to get the food, there are usually several people facing me as I walk out. What? So they're just standing at the bus stop. I assume the street is away from your house, but they're all turned. You're getting hung up on geography. You, you need a diagram. They're chanting my name in <laughs> harmony for some Om Shabbat. Okay, okay. The other day, an old man saw me do this and said, what do you got there? Pizza? Nice. What do you got there? Pizza? Nice. I, okay, may I take a run on it? Yeah, sure. What do you got there? Pizza. Nice. Nice. Real nice. Is there something I should have said in that situation? Should Fuck I, off, perv. <laughs> <laughs> should I? Sorry, annoyed. Better luck next time. <laughs> I saw right through your old man disguise, Noid. Wait, your face isn't coming off, Noid. <laughs> oh, God, it did come off, but now oh, I it. Should I pretend I don't notice the people standing less than 10 feet away, or would that make it worse? That's from the Food Goblin of Waltham, Massachusetts. Are you here? Wait, are you, are you here? Yep. Yep, yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I just realized that someone who asked this question probably doesn't want the eyes of thousands of strangers. <laughs> Suddenly, what are you watching? My brother, my brother, me? Nice. Nice. You could do what I imagine, or I've been told, or I've seen in videos, that like actual celebrities do when there's like paparazzi and people outside their house on like Hollywood tours and they come out to get their paper. You come out and you get your pizza or whatever, and you just go like, oh, all right, hi. I'm just like you. <laughs> hi, right, yes. Hi, yes. hi, it's me, the guy got, who ordered food to here. I got Duncan too. It's yeah, just, yeah. just like everybody else. Just like you. <laughs> you could do what my son Henry does whenever somebody asks him a question he doesn't want to answer which is that you do your best Shrek voice and you say, get off my swamp. <laughs> uh, so Griffin FaceTime with Rachel before the show and we were talking about going to the aquarium today and Henry started telling Rachel about seeing the Shreks at the aquarium. Yeah. And then Rachel asked, like, did they do tricks? And Henry said, no, they just slapped each other. They <laughs> just slapped each and other. And it was the answer, best. Which is like, 
Yeah, that's what a bunch of Shreks at an aquarium would do. They would probably just slap each other quite a bit while shouting, get out my swamp. Hey, I'm just going to say, I really think that, and I know we spent a lot of money to build it, this Shrek enclosure was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Shreks should be in the wild. <laughs> Let Shreks <laughs> run free. This is what I'm saying. Thank Were there you. really Shreks at the aquarium? Yeah, you missed yeah, them. Yeah, man. Oh, man. It was, there was penguins in one section. And then Shrek's in another, but they had to keep the donkeys really far away. Okay. So Do you, th- you know what kind of donut Shrek loves? What kind, Travis? Donkeys. It's fucking nothing, dude. Dude. It's what they call donkeys. This is my favorite part of our podcast, which is where I make Travis tell three more Shrek jokes. <laughs> He took you know, over the no. crowd, which is an acknowledgement. This, this part's not for you. It's for me. You know what the most awkward part of being an ogre parent is? What's that, Travis? Having the Shreks talk. <laughs> Thank you. Y'all are going to freak the fuck out when you see how fast my cool brother Travis thinks of two more good Shrek jokes. <laughs> You're going to be no, like, hold on, hold on to your ass. Hey, it's did coming. you hear why the Shrek got overwhelmed by Bills? Why, Travis? They were swamped. I'm going to say you need two more Shrek yeah. jokes. Fuck, that was one. No, that no, was one and a half. <laughs> okay, I'll do one and a half. I'll give you that. <laughs> Tell half of one more Shrek joke. And this one could just be a setup and you don't have to do the punchline. Everyone can write oh, your okay. own when you all get right, home. All right, all right, Because they were stalking them. Oh, yeah, what was it? I don't know, but I don't like it. I know. So, Do you know why Shreks love onions? Why, Travis? They appeal to them. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> you didn't say they had to be good jokes. Um, that air horn was sick. Yeah, it was sick. It was, it was a, sick, a sick and broken air horn. <laughs> it's a living. I don't want to... I don't want to be ageist up here, but like, y'all notice that like, once you get old, you'll just say whatever. It's all I want, Justin. Whatever hoves into your brain at that moment, you'll just say. Especially if you get a bunch of old people together. It's yes. four. four. Four specifically. Four old people together get so rowdy. I was waiting for the elevator at the hotel, right, to go back. I had just gotten a breakfast to enjoy by myself without my children. Very much looking forward to it, honestly. Just, and, just a donut you won't have to bite a bite off of to yeah. give it like a hammy. So, um, I bought this for me. I'm waiting there, and a sweaty guy runs up to me, and it's like, fine. And then um, <laughs> I get, we all get it, pal. Okay, you're exercising. Wait, you're not going to give context. He probably was working out. It's exercise. Well, not, we're not in like a I I'm on the run from the government kind of sweaty, right? I don't know that. It's just, he'd been Wait, run- you don't? You don't have that in Travis, your gut? Travis, I love you. Just please let me tell this not very good story. So the sweaty guy runs up to me, no problem. Then four old people just roll up in like a wolf pack. Like an old person wolf pack. And they're like, walk up to this dude. And they're standing there at the elevator. They managed to wait all of five seconds, restrain themselves before the lady who I think was their leader yeah. looks at this guy and is like, somebody's been exercising. Oh, boy. Oh. Can you give this guy anything? Give him something to respond to that is some, some sort of prompt that requires a response. Then, I, then immediately the terror starts to seep into my heart. I've just got a big bag of waffles and eggs. Oh, no. The last thing I need is these old people interrogating me. 
Oh, looks like somebody's eating good. Or the classic, have you got enough to share? Oh, God. Because then you're like, I don't, but should I say that? I don't, but should I be like, I have an English muffin. I'm probably not going to. Do you guys like loose pads of butter? I don't know what it is. They feel so empowered when you get four older people together. It's fantastic. They're good for them. They've earned it. Good for them. I, today I was at the Old North Church. I sat down with my daughter for one second, and I heard behind me, purple, huh? And I looked, and there was just an old man with a very big camera in his hands. And then he proceeded to say nothing else. Excellent. Excellent. So all he gave me was purple, huh? A color and a sound. You get to an age where you feel like talking but don't feel like listening. Yeah. And these are the things that you say. I want to say something right now, but I don't want to hear what the person says back to me. One day, I will be old enough to think, I just want to say something that haunts someone for months. Yeah, I want someone to talk about this on a podcast. Uh, I'm a shorebird monitor on Martha's Vineyard. A what? A shorebird monitor. Brag. On Martha's Vineyard. So my job requires me to interact with a lot of beach nesting birds who are very much not chill with me. Yeah. Some particularly aggressive birds will even dive bomb my head with their razor sharp beaks. And it's pretty intimidating. How do I communicate to the birds that I'm a cool person who doesn't want to eat their babies and that I'm here to protect them? That's what you would say. That's from uh, Bird Brain in Oak Bluffs. Are you here? Right. All right. Right. And you definitely won't eat their babies, you promise. Thank you on behalf on, of all the birds. promise you're not going to... Before we can address this, we need a solemn vow. You are not going to eat any like shorebird baby. If there's like a .0001% chance you might eat their babies, you have to say so. It's entrapment. Just scream at the top of your lungs, I promise not to eat the babies. That wasn't what he That's said. That's not what I said. That's My sus. pinky is down here. It's meaningless. Um, it's too late now. So I don't, I'm going to tell the birds. <laughs> the birds are wise to dislike you. You're a human. Yeah. I bet pretty much all animals but dogs agree we're the worst. Of I the animals there are, right? Humans are... The worst, the worst, the worst ones. And I guarantee there's even some dogs that are like, I think they're okay. <laughs> I think they're all right, but they don't say it to other animals. Hey, I'm not getting down with this bit, man. I'm, I'm proud to be a human. Cause you I, are? Because I drink Coca-Cola with my mouth. Got opposable thumbs to play Xbox. And I drive my bike down south. And I proudly stand up next to you, my human. Said I'm proud to be a human. God bless the USA. <laughs> okay, that's good. You know what? Actually, Griffin's changed my mind. Okay. I made no. a lot of, I made a lot of good. A points. lot of solid points there. You need to walk out of these birds, look them right in the eye, and say, "I'm the alpha now." She, yeah. One v one, me and Halo. Oh wait, you can't. Like you you're can, a bird. You, no, Justin, I don't want to hear it. You're gonna make these birds look like dumb shits. You could, you could, you, you. One bird could. You're say, flustered over there because you know I kicked ass with my good song, <laughs> and I know who's. I know which side of the bread I'm buttered on. One bird could say to another, "I don't know. Sheila's not that bad." And then the second bird says, 
you realize that her species made the ones of us couldn't fly fuck more to make nuggets easier. You know that's the kind of species we're talking about, right? And she'd be like, yeah, that's actually a pretty good point. Fuck Sheila. Okay, like, counterpoint. Okay. Uh, turns out that human knows where to buy sunflower seeds. They can just get them. Hey, get this, guys? All the time. Even like, I was like, I don't even think there's a sunflower over there. But then, boom, they wrote on, and you know what? They were barbecue flavored in it. <laughs> it was fucked up. I don't know what teriyaki is, but they are on to something. They fucking rule, dude. Hey, you guys ever heard of bread? <laughs> this person's got it. They're great. Yeah, Fantastic. so we turned some of you into nuggets. But also, teriyaki flavor, that's all humans. They turn our babies into breakfast, but also sun chips. It's better. It's better with you. Hi, everybody. Hey, it's us on stage live. Well, not live. No, the, the house is empty, and we're recording an ad read, and I'm now feeling the weirdest energy I've ever felt. It's we're here to tell energy. this very haunted casino about stamps.com. When you need to mail something, and you're going to go to the post office, and you think, I can't. I can't. I can't. Not today. Can't. Not today. Certainly. I, I can't just, I've gone the last 15 days in a row. Head if I go again, they're going to think I'm weird. You can head to stamps.com instead where you can uh, save time, save money. You got all the access to the post office and UPS shipping services right from your personal computer. And you get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 30% off USPS rates. And get this, you are going to plots. 86% off UPS. Uh, That's uh, the sound I make when I plot. Yeah, Griffin just plots everywhere. Stop wasting time and start saving money when you use stamps.com to mail and ship. Sign up with promo code MYBROTHER for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. I've never done this in an auditory before. I feel like I am defecating on this stage in front yeah. of strangers. It's so strange. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code my brother. Hey, I can't believe it's taking me this long to use this intro for this company, but do you want your fancy to take flight? Oh, okay. Right? It's right there, because Stitch Fix will help you get your whole look in order. I mean, they mostly hook me up with the board shorts that I crave, which is well, not now. especially... I mean, Stitch Fix... They provide high-quality clothing that matches your style, budget, and size. But also, if you need clothes to just be sort of a nasty skater boy... Just in, to scuzz around in. Then they can do that for you as well. I think that they read my mind, actually, because for a while they were sending me like, oh, here's like a blazer, and we're going to give Travis his no, fancy no, butt. No. And then it's suddenly been like, hey, do you want some like hyper-color shorts that could be trunks or shorts? We get it, man. Here you go. Wear those. They're going to send you five pieces of clothing. You're going to check them out, try them on, and uh, you keep whatever you like, what you don't like. You send straight back to them, shipping returns, exchanges, always free and easy. So sign up today at stitchfix.com slash mybrother to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash mybrother to get $20 off your first purchase. Limited time offer. Purchase within two days of sign up. Hello, I'm a stuffy dowager countess. Travis? I'm judging everybody's manners. Oh, no. Schmanners isn't judgy. It's about teaching you to be your best self 
and be a little more confident when you enter social situations that you don't understand, and maybe also teach you a little bit about history you didn't know, or give you interesting things to talk about at parties. Yeah, like The Secret Life of Emily Post. Or like why wristwatches are the way that they are. We can talk about table manners from the Victorian era. Sure, or what it's like to attend a Regency Ball. Yeah. Uh, You can find all that and more if you listen to Schmanners on Maximum Fun or wherever your podcasts come from, I guess. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? A man was walking along a beach which represented his life. At his feet were two sets of footprints, his and God's. But looking back down the beach, the man could see that in the hardest parts of his life, there was only one set of footprints. So the man said to God, Why is there only one set of footprints when times were hard? Where were you? And God replied, My precious child, I was in my car, listening to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is a multi-award-winning comedy podcast, and you can find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Alert! Alert! There's a haunted doll watch! Alert! Alert! Should we go? No, we're safe here, I think. Um, let's meet. Don't do the picture yet, Paul. Save the picture. Uh, I just want to tell you all a little bit about today's subject. There's a, a sort of preamble to the description. Thanks for visiting us. We'd like you to make you aware that we put 10 days shipping so we can perform a goodbye session with each vessel. A what? Positive or negative to let them know where they're going. Wait, a negative? There's a negative? Like, get hey. the fuck out! Sorry, Samantha, but uh, his no. profile makes him seem like a real stinker. It's about to get real bad for you out there. We mark items as shipped while doing this. Some spirits take longer than others to say goodbye. This is a person that does not like going to the post office. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's talk about Rav. Rav. Wow. Wow. Rob, that ain't it. Rob is... No. Can we get an enhance on Rob? We Rob, don't need an enhance on... No. Hey, Rob, the... Let's see. I'm going to say fourth word in the Rob title was unnecessary from that picture. Okay. Rob is... Did you guys see the production stills from the new Barbie movie? Yeah. I found them challenging. They were challenging to say the least. Uh, this is Rav. Rav, if, if you're listening later, is a, what looks to be like a naked boy brat stall with tiny, tiny feet. or No, no feet. no feet. Okay. Rav's a sexual demonic spirit Yep, that is wanting to find someone who is highly charged like him. Oh, God. Rav likes to be your one and only. Oh, if boy. he could, he would show you off to the world. He oh. will fall in love with you. Rav will protect you with all he has. He won't let anyone hurt you. Rav likes to lay in bed with you and nope. wa- and watch films. Nope. And you watch what? films with Rav. What kind of films? You will. F- well, it doesn't matter, Trev, because you will feel him place his hands on you in a sexual manner. Well, <laughs> Obviously. He's certainly not going to place his feet on you. Ah, oh, Rav. Tell... 
Did fucking Sid from Toy Story make Rav? <laughs> Tell him what you want to do. Guide him to your weak spots and he will Jesus remember what you Christ. like. Ah! <laughs> He's back there too. Rav shows himself as a heavy built man with strong arms and muscles. His skin glistens with sweat. Now they're just describing the doll at this point. Oh boy. Sorry, yes, that's a very good sign. I'm more interested in the tablecloth, which, do we have a close-up on what's we'll work going on? on? We'll work Bottom on right corner especially. Bottom right corner looks like the cover of a Babysitter's Club book. I think it's a Ouija board. It is, but it's like two, it almost looks like uh, like two parents, like, this is fun. Okay, okay. so, they, the way you will see him will be in visions, dreams, nightmares, For and sure. meditation state. I once meditated so hard, my doll tried to have sex with me. It's a normal thing. Yeah, That's, oh, that you're a yellow belt. <laughs> I, would put, I would put David Lynch off of meditation. Uh, he will also manifest around the home, but only you will see and feel him. I was hoping he would do some chores as long as he was there. Big, strong man like that. He isn't keen on sharing. Stop it, Paul. It's a close zoom there, Paul. He isn't keen on hey. sharing. He'd, he'd rather, Tell me your weaknesses. <laughs> Tell me your weaknesses. I'll remember what you like. She would. Uh, uh, he would rather have you all to himself. Yeah, I know that about him. Stop it, Paul. A feeling of not being alone is common with Rob. Paul, go to jail. Oh, wait, right there in the doll's eye. It's the moment of Paul's death. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. I can see it. It's going to be soon if he keeps this up. Uh, a feeling of not being alone is common with Rob. He likes you to know where he is, there, with you, no matter what you are doing. Communication with Rav has been Ouija board, spirit dance, spirit box. Man, man, if you come over and you see your aunt spirit dancing to communicate with her sexy doll, that's pretty much it, huh? You know you're in for the weirdest summer of your life. Hey, that new Neil Simon play is real strange. <laughs> um, Spirit dance, spirit box, manifestation, loud bangs. Oh, thank you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Oh, ooh la la. Ooh la la. And scratching around the home. <laughs> All right. That, Rob and a gerbil have that in common. Excellent. Hey, what's that? Is that squirrel on your walls? No, These it's Rob. spirits it's will Rob. need time to see you and know what you're about. <laughs> Please be patient with him. When he arrives, light the candle. Welcome him into your home. This is a bonding uh, process. We have excellent feedback. On Rav? <laughs> this is our 15th Rav. And I think I speak for everyone here when I say we really nailed it this time. <laughs> this one's even Ravier than the last. <laughs> um, so that's Rav. Uh, Rav is available for... Um, it looked like 20 23 sterling. So listen, I know it's too late now, but with don't a, buy Rob. Rob costs 23 pounds, and it costs 56 pounds to ship his incredible, huge, muscular body. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't buy Rob. No, they're gonna buy Rob. No, someone buy buys someone Rob. already buys Rob. Somebody um, already buys Rob. Someone buys always Rob. buys Rob. So that is our haunted doll watch for this week. Thank hey. you. Keep your eyes peeled for Rob. Yeah. Okay. We have asked you all to send in your questions to be addressed live. 
Please um, understand that what we can see right now is like a shadow meeting us in a parking garage yeah. to give us government secrets. And so please understand that's the dynamic we have with you. I understand. Okay, hello. Oh, no. Are you um, Brendan? I am Brendan, Hi, yes. Brendan. Okay, um, I, I want to start by saying my, my mother-in-law is a wonderful person. She's like a kick-ass. Okay. This is such All a right. good start, no, no. Brendan. She's like this old-school kick-ass feminist. She rules, okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but, but um, whenever she texts, she likes to uh, use a lot of abbreviations. Um, and she will, she will save every character she can. She... She spells the word cum, C-U-M. No. In, um... Sorry, 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 sorry. Because that could be the correct spelling based on what she's talking about. Yes, context is, oh my God, the most important. I have some examples. Sure. Yes. Brandon. Like, just some just some texts we've gotten from over the years. What time should we come? Uh-huh. Um, and can we just say sting like control at that point? Yeah. Um, and the answer is always 802. Should we bring snacks when we come? Oh my. I mean, it's polite. It is a nice thing to do. Not sure, not sure if your father will come. <laughs> it's nice to have an honest so, understanding of one's own ability. Open sexual conversations with your mother-in-law. It's progressive. It's Listen, sexual. sometimes I'm phoning it in. So how do I how do I make her stop? How do you make her keep going forever? Forever and ever and ever. Hey Brennan, Brennan, I'm gonna ask you an honest question. I want an honest answer. Yeah, sure. Has there ever been a text message where you were confused about the actual intention of it? Or did you always know what she meant? I hope I always knew what she meant, Trevor. Then you don't have to fix it. (laughs) Yeah, this is it's this, a great thing for you to enjoy. Um, that is both clear okay, communication wait, and something on, you can share on, with friends. Hold no, 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 hold on. Here there is a wrinkle fun police over here. No, it's not the fun police. It's just Brennan is probably not the only human this person Oh, text. shit. They're texting like the pool guy. It's like, hey, I'm coming in the pool right now. Hold on. Wait, what? When will <laughs> you come, pool man? Now, will you come in my house? I mean, there's a lot of opportunities. Can here I just like, say? Hey, are you gonna come all over the place? Can what? I just? Can I just say <laughs> that as a sexual proposition, when will you come? TikTok is a man. really confusing one of them. <laughs> what's the What's the rush? Relax. Don't do it. <laughs> um, Brennan. Yes, sir. Is the relationship you have with his mother-in-law such that if you said, hey, you know that the spelling of that means something else, would she laugh or would she be so embarrassed you could never see her again? I think she'd be very confused, but allegedly her son, my, my brother-in-law, has raised this with her before, but right. to no effect. Oh, okay, hey, you have no not your job. Thing. You're fine. You're fine then. Congratulations, Brendan. I've just elevated this to not your problem. <laughs> Can I just, though, let me... Let me, let me devil's advocate this for your mother-in-law and I guess everybody else's mother's-in-law that spelled the correct way still means the thing. So 
less obviously though. Yeah, I guess no, that's right. No, but also we just talked earlier about how we can't wait to get old so we can say things that people talk about forever. I could see me being a father-in-law. I'm like, they think I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. I lived in the '60s. Does that help, Brendan? Oh, sure, yeah. No, yeah, it doesn't seem like it. But thank you, thank that's you so much. Thank you, thank you, Jupiter, for, de- for for sanitizing the microphone. That's incredible work. Jupiter, 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 everybody. Jupiter's on our team. Jupiter rules. Hello. Hi. Um, a lot I'm of places can't afford a full-time microphone sanitizer, but that's <laughs> the kind of show we do. Hi. Right. Hi, I'm Shayla. Uh, my pronouns are she, hers. Hello. Um, and my question is: Tomorrow is Father's Day, and why? Haven't gotten my dad a Father's Day gift. You are all dads. What should I get him? I am currently wearing my Father's Day present from my family. It's these incredible jeans. (laughs) I was in another room and I heard my wife talking to my children about what my, yeah, thank you, about what we should get daddy for Father's Day. And my daughter, Bibi, said, I know, she's five, a nesting doll. And at first I was like, what? And then she said, get this, because my dad's a genius. The biggest doll looks like daddy. The inside doll looks like mommy. A smaller doll looks like me. And the smallest doll looks like Dot. Right? Hey, hey guys. Holy shit, dude. I know it's a little cliche, but kids really do say the darndest things. (laughs) Um... Because I think me and my wife are totally ready to dunk on her. Yeah, sure. We are so ready to be like, you dumb piece of shit. Travis. I know. Announcement. I know the perfect gift for every dad. A grill. No. Nope. Here it is. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. A stud finder. Now, why is that the perfect gift for every dad? One. You lose the damn things all the time. God, and you need to find yes. a stud. So you have to go searching for it. It's annoying. You can have a stud on every floor of your house. Two, it gives your dad the opportunity to take it out of the package, put it on himself, and say it's working. <laughs> Which is shit dad as well. Yep. And yep, let yep, me yep, tell yep. you, in, in the operating room, when Henry was born, I, the nerves I felt... It's indescribable. It literally, you feel your life change when you hear the sound of your baby, you know, making the first sounds for the first time. And also, this thing happens in your brain where you're like, a stud finder joke would be pretty fucking funny right now. (laughs) Yeah, right? I can't explain it. A thing clicked over in my brain where it was like, think of all the things you could fit a cow joke into. It's so It's constant. It's like move fits into so much. So it sounds like so many great words. Um, Cash. Yeah. (laughs) I think I already crushed it. I feel like like stud finder. We're all kind of agreed on a stud finder. I think a stud finder is a really my friends who are a bit younger than me who are here, I know most of you are uh, older than me, but for those of you that are younger than me, get yourself a stud finder if you don't have oh one Oh, my yet. God. Start and some your pictures like a pro. Okay? Have some extra nine volts around because you never think about them because they're so weird. And I know but when you need one, You're oh, thinking Jesus. drywall anchors will get the job done, but the cavities they leave in the oh water unsightly. Oh, my God. Does that help? 
that, yes, that's perfect. Thank you. Do you want to talk more about stud fighters and drywall? Because they have them now. They have them now with a metal mode, and I just got this one with a built-in laser measure. Oh, forget about it. What's nice is if you can find the ones where they can detect wiring in the wall. That's oh my god, so important. Let's keep that dad around. I see someone nodding behind you. You know, yeah, you don't want to zap that dad. I saw. Don't let your dad get zapped. I saw a TikTok recently, which my kids introduced me to, and someone drilled a hole in the wall, and there was water shooting out because they went right into a water bike. Yeah, I watched one where a dad drilled into a wall and got zapped and fucking died. (laughs) I watched a you could see a skeleton through his body. It was like, and it was a TikTok snuff film, and it's still up. You can watch it if you want to. If you if you Google totally dad fails, you'll find it. If you Google uh oh <laughs> Come on. Come Uh-oh, on. Follow, <laughs> follow through. If you Google Zap Daddies, you'll find it. I don't know if that helps you, but I bet it helps a lot of people in the audience. <laughs> Thank you so much. Just going to go to zapdaddies.com. <laughs> Real quick, Justin, have you ever bought a URL on stage at a show before? Hey, don't do it. Don't. Please don't. That will be so rude. Go ahead, guys. Do your show. Next. Yes. Hello. 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 Um, What's your name? Uh, Max. Hi, Max. Hello, Max. Can you just keep it down a little bit? <laughs> Sorry, Justin. <laughs> He's you listening. want to sit? We'll yeah, scoot over no, there. That's fine. That's fine. He does this so much, he can d- like use ten percent of his mind to buy a URL. You are racing <laughs> over the, a thousand. I'm on the limit. I'm on the limitless pill right now. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Max, what is your question? All right. So uh, I have an issue. Might be an issue. Might not be. Where oh, around okay. ten? Well, ten o'clock, ten thirty every night. No matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing, I get really, really tired yeah. and start yeah. to fall asleep. All right? Yeah. But I, can, I fall asleep for like a half an hour. I wake up after that half an hour. I'm perfect. Well, disco nap. Uh, I was living with my parents where this wasn't an issue because they did the exact same thing. Um, yeah. But now I'm a young person in the city, and I go to events and parties and hang out with people. Um, and so now at around 10 o'clock when other young people are not falling asleep, um, I need to take a little half-hour power nap. Sure. Um, and it's gotten to the point now where my friends have whole albums on their phone of me just asleep on hey, that's, the couch. Hey, that fucking whoa, sucks, Max. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, yeah, I, I don't hey, love Max, it. But can I stop you real quick? Yeah, of course. How old are you? I am 23. Oh, you are actually a young person. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fairly I young. I was ready to have a tough conversation where it's like, if you had said like 28 or above, I'd be like, yeah, no, hey, listen, it's time to brace yourself. <laughs> hey, you heard it here, folks. If you're 28 or above, you have one foot in the fucking grave. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yes, Griffin. So, I stand by that. Okay, I'm fine Max. With coming to that realization in five years, but like, I yeah, have a enjoy. Little hey, time. Max, please. This wasn't your question. Enjoy it while you fucking can. Max. <laughs> Amanda, zapdaddies.com costs $100. Can I buy on the company card? Yeah. Just give it a big thumbs up. Okay. So is your hey, question how to serve... Amanda, it got declined. Are we in trouble? <laughs> Everybody, buy posters on your way out, okay? <laughs> as many as you can carry, all right? 
Can I just say, actually, if our bank was like this, we're not going to let you do this. Good on our bank. That's a fucking good That's bank. That's a good bank. Max, sorry. Yeah, my, my question is just how do I take a half hour nap without people finding out? Sure, sure, sure. Oh, here's the good news, Max. All right. Most people do not think about you as much as you think they do. No, hear me out, hear me out. This is a good thing. You can disappear for a half hour. That's a good window of time before someone goes, where's Max? As long as, if it's like three people hanging out, you say, I'm going to go snooze for 30 minutes. So, like, that's fine. But if you're, like, at a party or a club or something, you just need to find a pile of coats or (laughs) some warm, dry hay. Right, whatever. And just curl up on it, sleep for a half hour. It's fine. That's okay. I was going to suggest coat bed. Coat bed is amazing. Yes. The fact that they provide coat bed for any other purpose than having a secret nap in is outrageous to me. Because nothing's better. What's better than wearing one coat? Being in a big pile of other people's coats. Just tell everybody that you're getting really into meditation and it's really cool. Wait, is that why you do it? Listen, <laughs> I can't deal with your stuff right now, okay? I'm really trying to get ZapDaddy.com. Uh, do you live in the city? Listen, we're just a small I community do, do of daddies that love the movie Zapped. Okay. What was your answer to that? I, I do live in Boston, yeah. Okay, so I don't... I, I mean, do you have a car? Uh, I have a car, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, How do you know? It, it was my grandmother's, if that... Uh, okay. Not as fancy. <laughs> but I mean, is it... Does it have enough room for you to go sleep in it? It's a Subaru Outback. It's got a lot of room. Oh, my God. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I nice. love a Subaru Outback. My drives now back. Max, there's so many places to sleep in this big, beautiful world of ours. And only a few of them are going to get you in trouble. <laughs> I just, I want to stop my friends from taking pictures of me while I'm yeah, Max. taking yeah, my Max. Hey, yeah. listen. Hey. Now we're going to move beyond the problem you asked about and the problem you need us to answer. Yeah, do you want to reframe everything? I was going to say, I think my question has transformed a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I well, your question relationships with the friends around me? Yeah. My friends are planning my death. Is the only... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'm getting an error that says there's a problem fulfilling my order. So if one of you all bought ZapDaddies.com, respect. Respect, you did it. Max, does anything we've, we've said help so, so far? We've given you so much good stuff. That's all good, right? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I already take all my friends' coats when we, like, Take their phones. Stuff, so I just, I think I just make a nest and yeah. kind of... Here's what it is today. Yeah. I'm going to go lay down, put your phones in this bag, and you magnet seal it. So yes. you're done. Yes. Yeah. Like you're a problematic comedian. Yeah. <laughs> does that help? Does that That's help? incredibly helpful. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you. Okay, one more. Who do we have here? Looking very fancy behind you. Look what the cat... Wait, 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 wait. The mic must be sanitized. (laughs) Oh, no. Thank you, Jupiter. Who the hell are you? Who might you be? What's this all about? Hello, hello. Hi. Um, Hi. I'm I'm Adrian Cowles. Hi, Uh, Adrian Cowles. What? I'm going to say uh, Yahoo Enabler. Yeah. <laughs> and now WikiHow Enabler, Adrian Kaus. Thank you for your years of hard work, Adrian.
You're, now you it's all wrong. come full circle. You had a question, you, had a, you sent in a couple of questions, which usually we frown on, but you're Adrian fucking cows. So yeah. you and, had, and also, you only know how to send in a couple of you questions. You also know how to send in 15 questions. So yeah. uh, you had one about cards. Yeah, so is there, is there a statute of limitations on repossessing Yu-Gi-Oh cards from a child? Is there now, a, hold on. The way you just phrased that, Adrian, makes it sound like this kid is defaulted on a loan and you need to go to their house and repossess their Yu-Gi-Oh cards. A- Adrian, can you get, get right up on that microphone and tell us exactly why you gave your Yu-Gi-Oh cards away to a child in the first place? Uh, panic. Panic? So, now, were you now, held the up? kid going to beat you up? Well, so my dad had a colleague over. I was probably like, I don't know. 19, whatever, home from college. Did you just say the sentence, my dad had a child over? Colleague. Colleague. Colleague who brought their kids who were like 10, and I was entertaining the children, I don't know. But they were in my room, and they were like, what are those? And I had my, like, gold-sleeved Yu-Gi-Oh deck, and I was like, oh, those are my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And they were like, can I have those? And I said, okay. Um... I mean, in, listen, in fairness, I hadn't used them in a couple years, and I hadn't really thought about this until a child, I'm a teacher, this year was like, oh, Yu-Gi-Oh's really cool, huh? And I was like, it was. Um, no, dude, it's back in a big yeah, way. Yeah, it is back. Yeah. It's weird, Is it but still? Yeah. Okay. So how do I get those back? Can I, is that... <laughs> <laughs> how old would you guess that child is now? Probably like... Probably like 18. I don't know. They don't have those cards. That's not a child anymore, Adrian. That's an adult who stole your Yu-Gi-Oh cards. You have a legal case (laughs) against this adult. (laughs) Hi, I'm Justin McRae, attorney of law. Did a kid steal your Yu-Gi-Oh cards six (laughs) years ago? Through force and intimidation? (laughs) Did you feel bullied in the moment, Adrian? Maybe. I just... Saying no is hard, and yeah. Sure. Do I have to find the kid that he gave them to now? Is that oh, just the It's like Toy okay. Story 3 rules, my second <laughs> Toy Story reference of the evening. Was he wearing like a little propeller hat and suspenders? And he's like, please. Please, Mr. Cowles. Please, Mr. Cowles. I just need these woogie. Can I have your blue eyes, white wagon? Adrian, there's only one... There's only one option for you, and I'm sorry to say it because it won't be easy. You're gonna need to buy a basic starter deck of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and you're gonna need to play this kid for all the marbles. (laughs) It's time to duel! And he's gonna have all the choice cards, all the greatest Yu-Gi-Oh cards, like Rizzo and (laughs) Stone Guy, (laughs) all the good ones. And you're just going to have the basic ones like Bulbasaur <laughs> and Doug. Um, but you're going to have to come out on top playing for all the marbles. High stakes, I know, but I think it's your Listen, only play. And if You're going to need to let the ancient spirit that lives within your brain come out so that you yes, can defeat him. Or let your grandpa's ghost come out of a pyramid. I've never watched yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh, but I think that's what happens. Griffin and I are referencing the same thing from two different perspectives. <laughs> <laughs> Um, does that does that help, Adrian? Absolutely. Thank hey, you, thank Adrian. You, Adrian. You've helped thank us you. a great deal, and you all have helped us a great deal just now by being such a wonderful audience. Thank you so much for being here. We really very much appreciate you. Boston is always uniformly fantastic. Correct. We say this shit to a lot of cities. We 
especially mean it for we you all. Boston has, every time we've done a show here, it has been incredible. Thank you to Jupiter and Rachel and Amanda, all of whom work for us and all of whom are fantastic and all of whom are and Yes, and, and Paul, Paul Soren, who's and a contractor, so it's not the same thing. Yeah, and Alice... <laughs> Uh, without Alice, Teresa and I wouldn't have been able to do Schwanners. Alice um, watched our kids. With thanks so to great. whoever got Zap Daddies for saving me from myself. I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you to Montaigne for the use of our theme song, My Life is Better with You. Uh, thank you to Liz Fernandez for my makeup and tiara. Thank you to the Wang Theater for being the just the prettiest, the prettiest, so and best beautiful. Theater. Make sure you look as you're leaving; it's gorgeous. My child was out here during um, during mic check and just pointed over and said, "The angels are eating fruit." Yeah. in that voice, which was for someone who didn't know what she was referencing, pretty confusing. Yeah, uh, Griffin, I would love to hear an impression of Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, sure. Pitching. Mark Wahlberg pitching his family on the idea of Wahlburgers for the first time. Sure, 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 sure. What if we did it more Boston? <laughs> My name is Justin McElroy. Is he from Boston? That was not, that was yes not a word. <laughs> that was not a word. Okay, I'm wait, wait. Well, hold on. Donkey! <laughs> Donkey! My name's Justin McElroy. I'm Travis. I'm a swamp! Get out of my swamp, Ben Affleck! <laughs> this is my brother, my brother, because... One minute driver! Is your dad square on the lips? MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.